back whenever I was in eighth grade during gym class, the, uh, the coach, Coach Gardner, brought us all into the locker room and showed us a video. It was a video all about body images and basically all of the, it was basically exposing kind of the magazines and how these digital editors would take people's bodies and manipulate them and, and take like regular models' bodies and transform them into looking like something else that, that wasn't actually them, just kind of a way to digitally make them up and kind of fabricate what they look like. And what the purpose of the video was, just, was just to show us that the body or the bodies of, of people were very often, and our bodies are very often held to a standard that doesn't actually exist. And that causes people a lot of anxiety. And ever since then, I've kind of looked at, kind of got a little fascination with the relationship with human beings and their bodies. I mean, if you look at it, we as human beings tend to have a very frustrating relationship with our bodies. I mean, if we just stay on the look aspect, the look topic, the topic of appearance, our bodies cause people loads of anxiety. Even people with some of the, beauty, the most beautiful bodies in history struggle with their image. And it causes them great anxiety and great distress, being kind of that perfect model, that perfect image. But even if we go away from appearances, even with athletic abilities, even if you're as great as, as Tom Brady, who's the greatest quarterback of all time, you're still going to get your fair share of criticism. People are still going to pick your game apart. People are still going to look at you and, and analyze all your bad throws, analyze your interceptions, and basically tear you apart. And without a doubt, the best quarterbacks of all time, the most beautiful models, wish that weren't the case. And, I mean, we are all like that to some degree. Whether it's appearance, whether it's athletic ability, or even more so, whether it's with health. This whole COVID thing is a problem not with the soul, it's a problem with the body. Point being is our bodies are flawed to a fundamental level. Our bodies are broken. And that wasn't supposed to be the case. Adam and Eve were meant to live for a very, very, very long time, if not forever. But then what did Adam do? Adam sinned against the Lord, and he brought evil into his life. And so the Lord prevented him from eating the tree of life so that then he could experience death. And that looks like a terrible thing until you discover that in reality, because of sin... We are prisoners to our bodies. We are prisoners to our limitations. We are only so beautiful. We're only so athletic. We're only so smart. We're only so healthy. We can only take so much pain. We can only take so much work. We can only take so much studying. We are so limited. And what is our society's response to that? Total despair. I was reading an article today by Don McLean. I don't know if you'll know Don McLean, but he's the, the writer of American Pie back in 1971. That was his big hit single. That's what got him famous. And what he was saying was that there's no more music anymore. You turn on the radio, you can't identify a song. Because the music, it doesn't tell a story. The music is just constantly repeating what some people call 7-Eleven music. The same seven words repeated 11 times. Just over and over and over again. Instrumentals are nice, 
but the actual words don't communicate anything. Why? Because society feels like there's nothing to communicate. Because we live in a place where we recognize this is all we got. Man can do no more. And now we can, do no, we can definitely do no more because we're all sequestered to our homes. Why? Because our bodies are broken. Because our bodies are flawed. Let's eat, let's drink, and let's be merry. That's the nihilistic approach. That's the pagan approach. And that is the approach that Jesus defeated once and for all on the cross and the resurrection. My dear friends, God himself knew all of this whenever he made us. He knew all of this after Adam and Eve fell. He knew the aches of the body. He knew the pains of the body. He knew the, the, the missed high five of the body where you somehow, for some reason, you're strongest and healthiest whenever you're young and not as intelligent. And then whenever you're older and you finally have some wisdom, you don't have the body to back it up. He recognized all of this. And what did he do? He took on a body. He became flesh. And yet even he acknowledged right there the agony of the garden that the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. My dear friends, our flesh suffers and that's okay to admit. There's nothing wrong with that. If we're sick, if we're unhealthy, if we're unathletic, that is no reason to despair. No what Jesus Christ came to show us was that this life is not just an imprisonment in our bodies, but rather this life is a school, a time where you and I can, stu- can suffer and grow in holiness so that whenever the next life comes, then we can truly enjoy our bodies. My dear friends, our bodies aren't bad. Our bodies are just broken right now. But because Jesus Christ rose from the dead, what he showed us was that our bodies, not just our souls, were destined for greatness, are destined to be glorified, and are destined to transcend this suffering, this pain, this misery, this agony, this confusion that we are experiencing right now. But what Jesus is telling us in this life is that while the best is yet to come, we still need to endure. Yes, we might suffer being unhealthy. We might suffer not being able to work very much. We might suffer not being, able, not being as beautiful as we'd like. Understandable. But that suffering, as Jesus reminds us, is to be united on the cross. It's not to be held in deep down inside. It's not to be, to be kept by ourselves. It's not to be, to be used to throw a pity party. No, it's to be used for our sanctification. Why? Because after we have borne the weight and the suffering of the cross, that is the weight of bearing our bodies, we will attain eternal life with our bodies. So my dear friends, I want to encourage you on this beautiful Easter Sunday, by the way, happy Easter, to thank the Lord for the body that you have. You're not going to get another one. You got what you got. And it's done a lot for you. It's done a lot for me. Our bodies really help us out a lot. As flawed as they are, as weak as they are, thank him for that. 
Thank him for the limitations. Thank him for the sufferings. Thank him for the difficulty. Because it's through those sufferings that you and I are going to attain that resurrection that Jesus Christ demonstrated today on this marvelous Easter Sunday. Amen.